Hello there, and welcome back to another episode of the All Around Growth Podcast. Today is December 1st, 2021. My name is Rob Kaiser, and I am your host. Today, we are going to talk about the Advent season and also read a little bit from a devotional called Strength for Today. And I felt that that was appropriate as we are getting into December, seeing as it is the Advent season. And that's interesting for me to acknowledge and observe that I am actually saying that because for a long time, even though I was raised in the church, for a long time I rejected the church, the hierarchy, the structure of everything. I was a free man. I wasn't going to be a part of any of that until I did. And I changed my mind. And the reasons initially for participation in a church were not spiritual, but they seem to be taking a shift in that direction. But before I go down that road, let's talk about Advent. And what is Advent? This is from Christianity.com. Some people may know that Advent serves as an anticipation of Christ's birth in the season leading up to Christmas. That's only part of the story, says Justin Holcomb. Quote, the celebration of Advent is possible only to those who are troubled in soul, who know themselves to be poor and imperfect, and who look forward to something greater to come. Close quote. Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Quote, God of hope, I look to you with an open heart and yearning spirit. During this Advent season, I will keep alert and awake, listening for your word and keeping to your precepts. My hope is in you. Close quote. Matthew Kelly. What is Advent? History and meaning. For many Christians unfamiliar with the liturgical year, there may be some confusion surrounding the meaning of the Advent season. Some people know that, that the Advent season focuses on expectation and think that it serves as an anticipation of Christ's birth in the season leading up to Christmas. That is part of the story, but there's more to Advent. The word Advent is derived from the Latin word Adventus, meaning coming, which is a translation of the Greek word parousia. Scholars believe that during the 4th and 5th centuries in Spain and Gaul, Advent was a season of preparation for the baptism of new Christians at the January Feast of Epiphany, the celebration of God's incarnation represented by the visit of the Magi to the baby Jesus. In Matthew chapter 2, verse 1, his baptism in the Jordan River by John the Baptist, John chapter 1, verse 29, and his first miracle at Cana, John chapter 2 verse 1. During this season of preparation, Christians would spend 40 days in penance, prayer, and fasting to prepare for the celebration. Originally, there was little connection between Advent and Christmas. By the 6th century, however, Roman Christians had tied Advent to the coming of Christ. But the coming they had in mind was not Christ's first coming in the manger in the Bethlehem, but his second coming in the clouds as the judge of the world. It was not until the Middle Ages that the Advent season was explicitly linked 
to Christ's first coming at Christmas. Advent today, dates for 2021. Today, the season of Advent lasts for four Sundays leading up to Christmas. Advent begins on Sunday that falls between November 27th and December 3rd each year. Advent 2021 begins on Sunday, November 28th and ends on Friday, December 24th. You can learn more about the start dates for Advent and the four Sundays of Advent in all of the links below in the show notes that will link to this article and everything linked to within. So there is a little bit of backstory on Advent. I did not, however, attend church this past Sunday on account of everything that was going on, family activities, along with playing tunes with old friends. I will likely return to church this Sunday. And you can see how the history of the church has been changed over time and different sects, different denominations do different things in different ways. And sometimes when we do that, I feel like we find ourselves getting further off the path of what Christ and that life was all about. But that's another story for another day. And I think for the rest of the drive, I'm interested in what strength for today has to say on this day of December before we actually hit the road. And this is a book that was gifted to me by our associate pastor and is written by David Jeremiah. Again, links to this book as well will be in the show notes. And for December 1st, we read, Follow the Light. Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. We read that in John chapter 8, verse 12. John's Gospel records Jesus' seven I am statements, seven ways he meets the world's needs. The bread of life, 635. Light of the world, 812. The door, 107 and 109. The good shepherd, 1011, 14. The resurrection, 1125. The way, the truth, and the life, 14.6. The true vine, 15.1. Each of these themes could be explored in infinite depth, depth, reflecting how our needs are met by Jesus. And for, for those who aren't sure what the numbers are, it's the chapter and verse of the book of John. For example, Jesus being the light of the world is not to be considered just as a one-time acknowledgement. Rather, he is a light to be followed. When two people are walking on a path in the dark of night with only one flashlight, the one without the light must follow closely to the one with the light. So Jesus as the light must not only be acknowledged and embraced, he must be followed. Only by following close behind him can we avoid wandering into the darkness. Jesus says, I am the light, and we say, yes, you are, and I am following close behind. All right, here we go. Time to hit the road on this beautiful late autumn morning. 
It is a crisp morning. I believe we are right at the temperatures of freezing. There's a nice frost on the ground and uh, I'm looking forward to getting off this main road because people drive fast, creep up right on your ass even though you signal to turn. And here we go. That's about <clears throat> 1,500 feet of a main road that's considered a highway out in this county. And uh, now I'm on back roads for the remainder of the drive, which makes this podcast easy to do. And I've gotten some, uh, let's say scolding from some of the audience from time to time about not paying attention to my driving. And I feel confident that if I did not feel safe and comfortable doing this, I would not. But anyways, it's it's interesting, again, for me to be referencing this book, A, a Christian Devotional. I, I oftentimes wonder if my inclusion of content such as this may turn people off. Um, and I no longer care. I, I have chosen to walk this path and explore more and further, deeper, because this is what I need to do in order to fill that spiritual void that I've been dealing with for quite some time. And I didn't know or wholly understand some of these voids until I really started working through this process of the 2022 goal setting workbook. And I know that I'm hammering down on this and I talk about it a lot, but what this did is this, I feel that this workbook is a, almost a, a complete synopsis of what you get out of the 48 Days Eagles community and the way that Dan Miller and his the, the information that he shares in his podcast along with the information that's shared with within the book 48 Days to the Work and Life You Love. I feel that that the way that that 2022 goal setting workbook is a very accurate snapshot representation of, of, of what you can expect to gain out of taking in everything that Dan Miller has to offer with the tools and resources that he's collected along with the tools and resources that have been provided by the team that he's worked with and created over the years doing exactly that being the man who's created the work, written the book on 48 Days to the Work and Life You Love. So, 
lost my train of thought there. So like I was saying, this inclusion of this devotional, increased talk about spirituality, and in my case, Christianity, further exploration of it in my life, which I have yet to really discuss in detail. All of that is part of the spiritual life, the spiritual journey, the spiritual aspect. But we still have financial, physical, personal development, family, social, and career. But I think that it's very easy to get hung up in many of those other six aspects of life, especially our careers and our families. And so often do we lose track or get off track with our finances, our own health, our social lives, our friendships the relationships we've cultivated and left to go fallow. Finding that balance in life is critical to happiness. And I feel more comfortable talking about that today than perhaps ever because I took the time to go to bed early and sleep well wake up early, hydrate immediately, do a yoga routine involving a lot of back bends and twists. Some of those back bends I'm not comfortable with. And again, this isn't anything where I'm sweating, but I'm pushing myself. and I can feel the results. I'm getting limber. Feeling stronger. Doing it consistently, I can notice the change in my gait, the way I walk. Perhaps I'm moving like a real human, not what I was. Homo sapiens, domesticus fragilis. That's what we've become in this modern day. That's not my term. That's a term that Arthur Haynes came up with. I first heard about Arthur Haynes on a podcast that Daniel Vitalis did many years ago. I don't think he know, I have, does it any longer. Lots of talk about the modern, fragile, domesticated human. We've lost our way, we've lost our path. And that is in large part because the modern, fragile, domesticated human lives a life out of balance 
lives a life disconnected with nature. The modern, fragile, domesticated human is losing touch with its own humanity, but is completely unaware because the modern, domesticated, fragile human is entertained, well-fed but undernourished, growing stupider by the day. The modern, fragile, domesticated human cares not about the Advent season. modern, fragile, domesticated human often speaks of their disdain for Jesus of Nazareth, whom people like myself refer to as the Christ, Jesus Christ, who says, I am the light of the world, he who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. From the book of John, chapter 8, verse 12. Like I said, I went back to the church two years ago after several years of participating in Financial Peace University. And in addition to learning how to balance my finances, balance my life, I felt a calling and a community at the church that I was at. And I wanted to have that in my life. I wanted to feel what I was observing myself, not vicariously through others. So I began the search to find a local church. And I did in 2019. And that was part and parcel what initially began to drive this podcast, which launched in 2020 and in its entirety and and what it is now. That process of financial peace was the driver to where I am now, examining the six other aspects of life. The exploration of financial peace led me to church. The return to church was driven by community, the social aspect of life, and the continued involvement in the church has reopened, ungated, unlocked, or at least maybe taken the door off where that spiritual void was, given me the strength to finally go in there, unpack that, and discover what's missing, what's lacking. And Advent is a good time to think about that. So guys, I hope that... 
I hope that you found value in today's show. I hope that you took time to enjoy the sunrise this morning. At this time of year, as I drive to work, I share this, the sunrise with you. It's beautiful. Life is beautiful. Take time out of your day. Be grateful for that what you have. Think about doing simple things like praying before you eat. Not something I've typically done, something I did last night, something I try to, uh, something I've been trying to do more often. Little changes in your life can, with consistency that is, little changes with consistency over time can result in dramatic change in our lives as a whole. Little change consistently over time results in big life changes. Don't get overwhelmed with the big picture. Think about today. And that's it. If you like what you hear, guys, check out the show notes. There will be links to everything that I talked about, or at least as much as I can squeeze in there. And also buttons to share uh, on social media. That is, so, and I would encourage you to do so if you like what you hear, or at least share it with a friend or loved one that you might think benefit from what we had to talk about today. And also, if you like what you hear but really don't want to go the route of sharing on social media, I would definitely encourage you to join the Telegram chat group at t.me slash allaroundgrowth on any internet browser. That will allow you to get involved with Telegram. If you're already on Telegram and use it, that will simply provide you an easy link to join the group, which I would encourage you to do and participate in life with people just like yourself because sometimes it's lonely out there, but it doesn't have to be when you think the way we do. t.me slash allaroundgrowth. This is Rob Kaiser, and thank you. Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow.